0: Maybe I should be that guy who just gets hammered and does podcasts. Wouldn't that be kind of funny? Kind of cool? Uh, are you that experienced to do it properly though? Because let's face it, a lot of times when you get hammered, and not that, that's just not just for me. It's like in general. It ain't so funny after. Temple fairs are back. Chinese class, all about Chunjie. Another Delta M1 video up. Workouts done. A little bit shorter. Hmm, not sure what happened there. Wednesday, January 18th, 2023, folks, I am Stephen Sersky, hope you're doing well, and uh, happy hump day, happy humping day, it's the middle of the week, and uh, we are, well, I guess, I don't think I work on Saturday, so it is actually the middle of the week for me, uh, looking ahead towards February, looks like that's going to be a busy month as well, uh, probably going to be working a couple of the, uh, the Saturdays there as well, but I think I'm going to dial back some of my commitments there, just so I can get some other... Uh, things done uh, I am keeping up with the uh, the january tracks uh, I did post some more yesterday I've uh, been working on I haven't had a chance to work on anything today I was working on videos but I will work on a track i'll just uh, put something together uh, to keep pace with uh, the dates as it were but yeah I was editing video um, I typically do these uh like so one of the, the video that actually took up my time and disappointingly I basically just ended up publishing as, as it is, is the, um, the unit eight of the Delta module one course. And I just did this, oh, I, did, I shot this video about two weeks ago uh, and I was looking to edit out two little parts of it because uh, there's some noise uh, in the background. And I tried to pop that thing. I tried to use QuickTime, which is my quick and dirty, quick and easy way of uh, editing videos now. That didn't work. Tried to pop it into uh, Final Cut and it kept on crashing. And so I just put it onto YouTube and then I tried to edit it there, but it was gonna take you know hours to, to process the edits. I'm like, oh, forget it, <laughs> just publish the thing. So there's a new video up on my language vlog there. It's uh, uh, Delta Module 1, Unit 8. And I think I have one more unit to do. I think it's Unit 9 that I wanna review. Uh, to complete that series, I wanna do Delta Module 1 Essential Readings. And then I want to do a little bit of a recap as well, uh, which I probably should have shot like the day after, but because uh, it's, I mean, it's a bit late now. I can't exactly remember exactly everything that was on the um, the, the exam. I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> Keeping on though, I did publish, um, there are other videos I have in the pipeline for that channel. Uh, I'm looking at all the videos, I'm not gonna lie, like I'm aiming to get probably a thousand videos done for that channel. This this year, that's the goal. That's the target I've hit for my uh, I've set for myself, um, and that's not like. And I was thinking like that's, that's not clips. Well, maybe maybe it should be. I don't know. I mean, I'll be generous with myself because thirty clips, uh, or thirty videos, would be like thirty lots of lots of videos, a, a video per day basically. Well, how many, three. I can't even do the math. 1,000 videos divided by uh, 365 is basically 30 videos every day. Right? Something along along those lines? Um, or three videos every day. There, sorry, it's three videos every day. I don't know what I'm going for. Three, six, five times three. Yes, there you go. So it's three videos every single day. Um, now, I guess the where I got to be gentle with myself in terms of demands on my time and my abilities is simply because some of the videos that i post i mean they're 90 minutes long they're an hour and a half um they're they're an hour uh so i'm not going to push through that to that too much but maybe it's like i like the idea of having the shorts i really like the the youtube shorts uh format it's a very quick and simple quick and easy uh, I can upload right to the, the the site as well, although I've stopped doing that because I'm I'm now re- I record it first and then I post it. It's just so I can have it for so I can archive it on my own sort of thing. Uh, even though I mean I don't mind having someone else archive everything and they pay for the storage fees, right? Uh, but uh, so there's more stuff up there. Uh, take a look uh, if you are interested in the uh, there's some stuff for ESL students. I've uh, I just recent last weekend I posted a Chinese checkup. Video, so I speak Chinese for like thirty-three minutes, mostly Chinese, uh, and uh, I talk about some of the vocabulary that I've been learning in my classes. Speaking of which, Chinese class, all about 春节, the Spring Festival that's coming up, and cooking, and lian, the door couplets that you got to replace on Saturday morning. And I was asking uh, my teacher, uh, so we, she gave me a look at the the couplets that are around her door, and I. And mine. She was able to read mine. I don't think I've actually read mine to tell you the truth. I just kind of put them up. They're sponsored by Starbucks this year. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had Minsheng, and then this year, I'm not sure who's sponsoring our uh, new year. By sponsorship, I mean whoever gave us free stuff. That's what we're putting up, basically. You can make these things on your own. Uh, there are English ones as well. Uh, apparently, you can choose which one. Uh, you like, you can like, you don't just have to take whatever free one is uh, given to you. Uh, but um, I mean, you wouldn't be charging very much for it, right? Uh, but I was thinking, yeah, man, I even make some of this stuff too. I make mean, kind of, kind of neat, kind of funny. Make my own and draw only draw only use wrong characters, correct sound, but only wrong characters. And just have people. Go, what the? F- uh, I, I wonder how long it would take for someone to notice. I wonder how how long would it take for the picture or the video to surface that some guy. Uh, in this apartment has posted a couplet that doesn't make sense. I didn't know, uh, maybe someone told me this before, but I probably didn't understand what the what they were talking about. But on the left side has to be first tone, and then on the second side has to be second tone. So the tone, um, I'm not sure about in terms of characters, like what the stroke order has to be, but apparently... The uh, these couplets are written in pairs, uh, so that the like so, so there's four tones in Mandarin Chinese, and the the first tone has to go on the left side because that's the where you start reading the second and the on the second side on the right hand side is where the second tone has to start the couplet. Uh, I guess it's just an organizational feature, something like that so yeah I did ask her like are these things like are these couplets like traditional like they've been through the ages like could I find a couplet that you know Sun Tzu put on his doorstop sort of thing She's like yeah I'm not sure if anyone knows what that was but uh, there are a lot of traditional sayings I guess you could say so when you are posting those couplets on your door guess what you are doing you're participating in the 5,000 years of history of Chinese history Go get it there, folks. Go get them. Uh, but uh, she was also, was also talking about preparing uh, or preparations for spring festival and what we were going to be uh, uh, doing. She's in her hometown now. Uh, I think we're still going to have class next week. I'm pretty sure, um, which is good. I don't. I don't want to kind of stop or anything like that. But um, she was. <laughs> I was asking like, Are you going to make jowza or anything like that? Uh, and I was like, oh, We're going to make jowza here more than likely, and we're going to get some sort of fish uh and la la ro, some sort of smoked meat i think as well we're gonna uh smart smoked pork or something like that. i can't remember but something along those lines uh we're not going to smoke meat ourselves but we're going to get the fish and we're going to get the uh maybe the fish will be already prepared but the jellies i think we're going to make uh but my teacher's like yeah we just buy everything <laughs> some some of the grandparents might make some stuff but it's it's mostly just bought and store-bought stuff you know and it's who has time to make this stuff anymore right i'm like one way to look at it, I guess, <laughs> make the time. And we got discussing about the difference between um, Chinese jiaozi and Ukrainian pierogies. So I was telling her... Uh, so the main, the main difference being that the Chinese jiaozi are, are what you'd call savory, or I would call salty, basically. Uh, and, but Ukrainian... I guess Ukrainian pierogies are also savory to an extent because they have sauerkraut in them sometimes. Or like potato and cheese, cheese and potato, uh, cottage cheese... Uh, the main, I guess, the big difference would be that uh, with Ukrainian pierogies and Christmas preparations, um, you, there's a there are dietary restrictions leading up to the uh, uh, the festival towards Christmas. Uh, so no meat and dairy the day before. Uh, coupled with the fact that you know it's it's Lent before that. Um, Advent, it's Advent, not Lent. Lent is Lent. Lent comes later. <laughs> Advent uh, is leads up for forty days prior to Christmas, uh, which you know some people encourage you to give up something, to fast, to uh, prepare yourself for uh, Christmas or the birth of Christ, as the Catholic Church follows. So, whereas you don't have that in Spring Festival, Spring Festival all the important stuff sort of happens after. Like it, it starts with the the trek home, of course, but then like the day uh, the day before Chundia, so the last day of the year. That's when you change the couplets, that's when you prepare your jowdze. Uh as the family sort of assembles finally like the core, of the nuclear family finally assembles uh, and then they step to midnight and the, the funny the, honestly the funniest thing is, which is very weird because when you talk about a a, a country with five thousand years history, they mention the gala. they all watch the gala, the CCTV gala. I'm like, is that a 5,000 year history that they have TV back in the day? You know, back when the Oracle bones would be thrown about? And it, Was there a central televised um, gala presentation? Th- this actually, it contradicts the 5,000 years history, which no one seems to mention. Uh, but it, it, it dawned on me, I'm like, wait a minute. So everyone watches the gala, which means you're sitting in front of the TV, which is an electronic device, very much modern. And for all the tradition that's, in the festival, uh, why, why is the gala the big thing? I mean, and and no one has ever been able to answer me the you know question like, well, how do the, the people who put on the gala spend time with their family if they're putting on the gala, right? I mean, this is actually you know, the movie Scrooged, is exactly like this. Actually, with Bill Murray, he it, it, it's the Bill Murray's this TV exec who schedules a live performance for Christmas Eve that's what the spring festival gala is uh, i though okay to be clear a lot of the spring festival gala is actually pre-recorded uh they pre-record quite a bit of it uh not just the performances but then the live parts some of them are also pre-recorded as well so they do get to go home and be with their friends and family not like new year's eve specials like the uh, was it the Dick Clark, New Year's Eve, Rockin' and, rock and Eve or whatever, New Year's, Rockin' Eve or something, whatever, like the countdowns to New Year's, those are all done live, uh, uh, mostly, so, well, not mostly, all the time, basically, so a little bit uh, difference there, but yeah, so that's that's the goal for Saturday is to change the couplets, uh, make the jowls, uh, prepare the fish, hope I don't get sick this time, and um, watch the gala, as it were. Uh, workouts done, so that today was a very productive day in terms of... Uh, so it's workout Wednesday, of course, and I do try to get a couple workouts in. Um, despite So the the schedule I have now for my workouts is that uh, in the morning, I go out and I work on my Chinese uh, while going for a walk. Um, and so that happens for about 30 minutes, 40 minutes, around there. I've started running at lunchtime because I find it just helps me get moving. And if I try to do Chinese Characters at lunch. I tend to not be as focused. I get distracted, thinking like doing other things. So, going for a run is easy and sort of brainless to an extent. I also did the skipping balls workout, but I only got three through three uh, rounds. So it's like six minutes, six minute rounds, and I only got through three of those. I don't know, and I was dead. I was like, I'm like, oh my goodness, what's happened here? It was a bit colder today uh, compared to other days that I've been out there, but yeah, um, I am wondering going into spring, and then the summer, whether or not I will continue with this structure. Certainly, if I do take the HSK-5 test again, I might uh, change up when I study characters, or I might stop studying characters for a bit. I kind of like the fact that I took a few months off of my Chinese studies last last year, towards the end of it, just because I was so, so fatigued going into that test. I really was. Uh, and thinking back then, like I was very fatigued trying to study, trying to uh, study another language as well, Uh, working, transitioning from going to the office to working from home and stuff like that. So it was kind of um, um, trying. Now, this year, I mean, you know, coupled with the whole COVID thing and lockdowns, will I have a job next month sort of thing or not, people are leaving, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas this year things are opening up again and like things are bustling again. Not is there an optimism? Good question. I know that I feel a whole lot more not so much optimistic but driven and ambitious here to uh, uh, motivated. Maybe not ambitious, but motivated uh, and driven to get some things done. And if I have the energy, I want to do these things now. So in preparation for like getting them getting them done, completing hopefully module three as well for the delta. Hopefully I passed uh, module one already. Get HSK five done, uh, and then start thinking about HSK six. And the thought occurred to me: What if? What if I took a year off of China? This this popped into my mind because I was thinking. this I was talking to um, uh, some of the uh, uh, the uppers, the TLs, and other um, upper execs and stuff like that. Not the execs, the managers. Uh, they I was sort of thinking about in terms of career progression, length in China, stuff like that. And I do see a lot of people, long time China expat residents leaving. So this kind of throws a flag into the air going, okay, wait a minute, what am I missing here? I've mentioned, I've talked about this before. i mentioned this before. Uh, and one, one of them did say, you know, you can always come back, right? And it, it's, although it doesn't need to be said, it, it does, it's good to be reminded that in that term, in that sense, Life is flexible sometimes, and you, you kind of think back, like, how long you been in China? Well, seven years, and three of those, uh, three of those for the last three of them have been under lockdown. It's like, how did you survive lockdown in China? I go, I had some of the greatest times under lockdown. I mean, I started a podcast, three podcasts. I started a language vlog. Um, I mean. I started running again, I got in shape, in really good shape, stopped drinking so much. I mean, lockdown was fantastic. If anything, I'm afraid of not being locked down anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm off the reins, man, I'm off the chains. This dog is on a prowl. No, he's not, he's not going anywhere, not going to lie. Uh, but uh, so I was thinking, yeah, what if I took a year off? What would I do? Where would I go? I was thinking, well, okay, Thailand would do module two, maybe. What about Ukraine? Is the war going to be over by then? Could I pop by Ukraine? Pop by Ukraine. What a, what a thing to say. Maybe. You know, something, something to think about. Um, so yeah, a year off of China, is it possible? Uh, is it worth it? Um, where, where would I go? What would I do? Not entirely sure. Or and, and let's the, the thing that sort of prevents me from going down that uh method of thinking is that, you know, if I'm going to do that, then it's going to be. Uh, in the summer I have to start thinking of leaving. Not only that, apartment contract is up in August, which means I'd have to make a decision about that before, and then I commit to that decision, right? That that one's not easy to sort of not commit to and then find a new place because of all the stuff I've accumulated over the years. Uh, But um, not that it's impossible. Again, it is possible, it's flexible, it's just time consuming and would require a lot more work, but... Anyway, so yeah, uh, the workouts, <laughs> another digression, uh, they're, they're good. Uh, after work, I did do another uh, slow uh, workout afterwards, focusing a little bit more on mobility and uh, yeah, basically slow work, that's it. So when I do these d- double workouts, especially since the skipping balls workout can uh, tire me out quite a bit because uh, it's a high, high intensity uh, interval training type thing. So you skip for a minute and then you throw a ball, a medicine ball for a, uh, another minute. Seven kilos is what I use, which is about 15 pounds, 16 pounds. Um, And it's, that one usually wipes me out for the day. And I don't feel like doing my second workout, but the second workout is very gentle in comparison. It's not as intense, it's slow moving, it's sometimes it's heavier weight, or it is often heavier weight, but it's not, you know, trying to uh, run around the world three times and then do burpees or and pull-ups right so all right uh did that oh and finally uh for those of you who are in beijing and in china uh for spring festival if you're not going anywhere beijing temple fairs are back it's just re- uh, been renounced renounced announced it's been announced re-announced they're re re-instantiated re 3 years these things haven't been on here been on so the temple fairs are these fairs, that only happen during Spring Festival, and they start, I think, the day of Spring Festival, maybe the day after, I can okay, uh, so, like, there's day one, and then I think they start day two, I don't know, check on the timing of it, uh, but this is, these are kind of neat, um, it can be kind of annoying sometimes, because a lot of out-of-towners come to Beijing, and if you're one of the only foreigners walking around, you tend to become a center of attention, and not, like, the good attention, it's like, hey, look at why we're in, and pictures and everything, so it's a little bit, uh, A little bit odd, but hey, you know what? My Chinese is better. Maybe I can engage with the locals from around the country, the country folk. Maybe this is a a time to go, um, chit the chat, right? And chat the chit, right? In it? The other good thing about these temple fairs is that, um, they, um, uh, was it? They have, They feature a lot of different snacks, which I remember my students telling me this years ago. I'm like, why would you care about snacks? Can't you get them at like the store? Uh, and it's true, you can get some of them. But uh, the thing is about these temple fairs is that they make them fresh, right? So you, you go there during the day, they're making, and you can try snacks from like across uh, China. So it is one of the things that I do try to do when I uh, when the, the time comes, uh, just go to these temple fairs and eat a bunch of. Junk food, fast food, junk food. (laughs) Of course, they don't call it that. They call it traditional Chinese snacks. It's not junk food, but it's, uh, I mean, it kind of, they're all baked in oil or uh, baked in oil, boiled in oil, whatever. But it is a feature of these uh, temple fairs. So if you're in the city, if you're in the country at that time, uh, it's a good idea to uh, hop on by one. Uh, If you're wondering if they're any different, um, they do have different performances, uh, d Park is the big one like the, and that one is packed it's full of people all the time uh, they do have that one I think the there's a special performance they do at some point during the festival and it's only done once like it's like the offering to the the earth or whatever it is or something uh, you'd have to double check that you'd have to find someone who actually knows which website is posting that information I don't, and I can never find it because it seems to jump around all the time, Uh, so good luck with that, Uh, but uh, certainly uh, most of them, they look the same, and they'll all have drum performances, they'll have dragon performances, uh, they'll have uh, dances and stuff like that, um, and then of course the snacks, Uh, and then also a bunch of trinkets that will get sold, used once, and then thrown away, and you'll have a bunch of plastic waste in the environment, right, or something along those lines. Or soon to be in the environment. Where does it go? Do people keep these things for very long? Hmm, I don't know. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterske.com. Hope you're having a good week so far and uh, staying warm out there wherever you are in the northern hemisphere. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, well, enjoy the dog days of summer because winter's just around the corner. (laughs) All right, folks, have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.